Are we rolling? All right, one, two, and three. Talk with Easy Podcast, where we focus on building, connecting, and networking. Today, I have a very special guest in the building, Chef B-Nay. What's up? How you feeling? I'm wonderful. I'm blessed. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> um, thank you for coming. Thank first you for off, having for, me. Uh, foremost, um, before we get into the the sweets, but I want to touch a little bit on who's operating it. You know, like okay. who's who's creating these delicious items. You know, <laughs> um, so where are you from? Well, I'm from Richmond. From I'm, Richmond. Yeah, originally. Okay, okay. Um, how was the upbringing like um, as far as the cooking and stuff like that? Like what drew you into to making these these products? Well, I started real, real young, mm-hmm. Easy Bake Oven for a Christmas gift and was like super obsessed with it. And mm-hmm. then from there, just begging my grandma to show me okay. how to bake. She's the baker in the family. Sure. So she did, she did a lot of teaching along the way and my mom from time to time mm-hmm. as well. So I just... Was in love with it from like literally a child. Just love desserts. Child, okay. Love anything sweet. <laughs> yeah, I think we all kind of experienced a little yeah. bit of that. Um, now, the name, the sweets bar. Mm-hmm. You know, how did how did that name come about? I mean, I know it's sweets. You know, but yeah. The bar part, like, how did that come? Together? So, uh, I started it in Atlanta. Basically, I was oh, okay. there for seven years. Wow. And. Um, a lot of the things that were kind of trending around the time were like alcohol infused desserts. Mm-hmm. So I kind of tapped into that and was like focusing on like infused cupcakes mm-hmm. and and different like pound cakes things mm-hmm. like that with the with the twist with alcohol. So um, okay. a lot of my desserts can incorporate alcohol. So it was sure. like you're getting a sweet experience and you can get a little lit. So you know I, I, I would do that from time to time and sure. still to this day. So I, I I offer a couple of treats that still have some alcohol infused elements to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's where the the sweets and the bar. The bar come together. Yeah. Cool, man. That's, that's unique. You know, much appreciate respect. it. <laughs> um, now I know you mentioned the family. You yeah. know, growing up. Now was there any type of training or schooling that that was involved with this? For sure. So I, I kind of was always like focused on. Baking or mm-hmm. basketball. <laughs> so I got you. when I stopped growing, I was like, okay, this ain't going to work. I'm not going to make it to the WNBA. So okay. I, I shifted to like culinary school mm-hmm. right away. Um, mm-hmm. I did a couple years in high school focused in um, baking and pastry mm-hmm. at the tech center uh, here. And then from there, went to the Art Institute in Atlanta and, and okay. got my degree in culinary arts. So, cool, yeah. Cool. So, so when did the, the Sweet Bar start? Like, about what time? About five years ago. Five years yeah, ago. Yeah, so okay. it was basically just a side hustle, just a way for me to the really start putting my name out there, because Atlanta was a, is a great city for small businesses. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just I was like, okay, I, I make cakes for people. I do cupcakes for people. Let me get this LLC popping. For sure. And, and make this official. So I, mm-hmm. I got the LLC, and then just... From there, I just started building, getting into, you know, smaller events, mm-hmm. just doing whatever, just hustling, grinding. Right. Respect. Yeah. While holding down a full-time job or two. Much respect. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was, it was a lot. <laughs> so, how was business at first? Like, what are some of the things you, you had challenges with that you feel were challenges? Uh, basically, it was more so just having the time to do everything because mm-hmm. I'm doing the front end of it and the back end of it. So, mm-hmm. it was... It was a lot of just time-consuming work. Just baking is not quick. Right. It takes hours. So right. I would work sometimes from 7 a.m. in the morning or 6 a.m. to the mo- in the morning to 5 p.m., 6 p.m., and mm-hmm. then come home and bake for another five or six hours. So it was a lot of just trying to find the time to mm-hmm. 
try to expand my business right. without wearing myself out early exactly. on. So those were the, the major challenges, just trying to balance what was making me the most money at the time, which was my full-time job, mm-hmm. but following my passion, which was building something for myself and you. for my family. I yeah. can relate to that. Um, I feel like I've dealt with a, with a share of that in my life. Um, so that definitely hit different. Um, now, for someone else that may have experienced the same type of feeling, yeah. what would be some advice to them? You know, they're starting a business. They have to work. They have to balance life. Right. What would be some advice? You Just a couple things, you know, you'll lay on. Uh, from, for just coming from any perspective of mm-hmm. what you find the most important mm-hmm. and what you want to invest, invest in is always going to be yourself first mm-hmm. because I, I spent a lot of time putting all of my energy into someone else's vision. Mm-hmm. And I really want to push forward like young entrepreneurs, people who are either working in the industry that they want to grow into to, to mm-hmm. find somebody that can mentor you mm-hmm. and try to learn it from them while getting paid. So I stayed gotcha. working in the baking industry. I worked mm-hmm. for five or six small businesses that were all baking. Wow. A lot of them women owned, a lot of them black women owned. Wow. And I was learning as I was getting paid. Mm-hmm. So I was taking notes every moment of like being and working my way up the ladder to managing these bakeries so that mm-hmm. when it was my time, I knew exactly what I what roles I wanted to take and not mm-hmm. want to take. So if you have a passion in something, try to get paid while learning. That's that's the the easiest way for me to give you like the, the path towards ownership. Right. It's very hard to just kinda <clears throat> you know, I could have done something totally different, worked in another industry that was gonna pay me more, but I wouldn't have been learning. So Right. And I, I knew where my, my vision wanted to be. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the times, you know, um that's where we can slip up as individuals is not taking notes, you know, right. when it's right in front of us, you right. know. Um now Getting ready for an event, like what's that like? Because you know we, uh, me and my old lady, we we was introduced to your products at a pop up shop. Yeah, you know we were doing merch and things like that. Right. But now, what what's the the vibe like? Like what's that kitchen like? Like getting ready for something <laughs> yeah. like that. Um, a lot of the time it's just me just prepping. It's a whole mm-hmm. lot of prep throughout the week. Mm-hmm. And then the night before and the morning before, I do all of my baking. Mm-hmm. So it's super fresh because my product is best when it's very, very fresh. So it's, I'm doing a lot of the baking. I have my mom assisting me. So she's amazing with decorating my cinnamon rolls Ooh, okay, and, and okay. certain uh, desserts. She's helpful with a, a lot of the packing and getting ready for the event as well. Mm-hmm. She's very organized. So I get to focus on the, the more intricate things when it comes to the food and mm-hmm. She helps me pretty much do all the other aspects to get ready for an event. Mm-hmm. And it's it's an early morning almost every time. And I'm up at, you know, 5 a.m., 6 a.m. frying wow. donuts, <laughs> you know, Man. finishing decorating things and then yeah. loading up and, and then heading to, to an event. So I'm usually high energy anyway in the morning, just on baker's hours. I'm sure you have used to. to. <laughs> yeah, Being I'm, up at 4 a.m. to, to start yeah. baking. So. It's it's not too crazy when I'm doing it for myself. I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've done this for other people. Other people, okay. So yeah, I, I love events. I'm I'm always excited to get out there and like meet people face to face. For sure. See the smile on their face when they try it in front of me. Like mm-hmm. it's worth all the the hours and hours of me standing for the last two days trying to get stuff yeah, ready. To get you know? Ready. Yeah. 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 For okay. Sure. So what would you say the hardest part is? <sighs> the hardest part is just being just 
doing almost everything by myself mm-hmm. as far as like the the business aspect. Uh-huh. So like I would love to have financial advising help. I would love to have you know business building help, but mm-hmm. I do all the research. I I rely on like family members who have like a background in in some business and, and knowledge, mm-hmm. but overall like the easy stuff is baking. I can do that with my eyes closed. So that's mm-hmm. that's never difficult. Never the difficult the part. kitchen is just like I do, you know, podcasts in, in one ear. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm listening to this and baking like it's it's nothing, but right. it's the business aspect, you know, learning, you know, business plans and markets, h- how to see my, my target audience, what mm-hmm. to expect with, you know, ingredient costs and labor and all of that. It's a lot. But it makes a lot of sense. Though, yeah, yeah. Know, the, the business aspect is, is a lot of work, but yeah. it, it makes it all worth it. It's a balance there. Okay. Yeah. Now... Your favorite part. You spoke on yeah. your challenges, but what's like your favorite part of getting ready for that event? Um, just once everything is set up and I'm ready to go. And yeah. I just see people walk by and their eyes light up. Oh, what, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, because they, they, they're, they're kind of familiar. They're like, there's, there's something there I've seen maybe before. Then I tell them it's a, it's a gourmet cinnamon roll. They're like, mm-hmm. what? You know, it's, mm-hmm. that's not a very popular dessert or, or, you know, pastry that you see mm-hmm. anywhere. You can find cake slices. You can find cupcake spots. You can find cookie. Mm-hmm. But I do something a little bit different. So when I tell them, yeah, and everything that's on top of the cinnamon roll is inside of it, too, and their face lights up, and they're like, oh, I got to try that. So yeah. many flavors, and I don't know which one to go. Like, that's that that just brings me so much joy in, in seeing kids. Who, oh, sure. I, just, I want sweets. I'm like, that was me. I didn't care yeah. what I was doing for the rest of the day. I wanted some sweets. So mm-hmm. <laughs> seeing kids run up to the table and point like, oh, what's this? I want to try that. So mm-hmm. just interacting with, with people is, is amazing and bringing joy to, to customers new and returning. Like, that's just that's amazing to me. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah much respect on that. Um, Appreciate it. Now, some of your biggest learning experiences um, as a business owner. Right. What would be like maybe just a couple, you know, learning experiences that you can share? Um, Whether it was financially or just the process of getting out there in front of the people. Right. Yeah. Um, right now, everything is like b- build your business credit early. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that build your business credit early. Make it easy on yourself to be able to, to make large purchases to grow. Like mm-hmm. it's one thing to just kind of see where you want to go and have that vision, but when you when you put in the smaller steps, the, the tiny steps of like getting your first business bank account, getting your business credit building up, um, having your a solid business plan, even if it's you know not fully you know fleshed out, but mm-hmm. those little things are huge in like trying to grow. I'm trying to build a brand. Not, I don't want to have a little bakery right. somewhere in somebody's city. I want to have a fleet of mobile dessert food mobile. trucks. Yeah. So I want to be able to see my my brand, see my business mm-hmm. in major grocery stores, gas stations. Mm-hmm. I want to be at your major festivals, and you see that sweets bar sign, and you're like, I know, I know they are no, bigger yeah, than yeah. Cinnabon. You for know, sure. I don't, I don't want to be limited. Limited. So yeah. for me, it's the tiny steps. You, those are the obstacles in the beginning, mm-hmm. and and just get you a strong team. Get you people that that have degrees in, in certain aspects that you don't know about. Like I, I, I learned a lot in the kitchen, but I didn't do a whole lot of business. So I learned. I'm learning everything on the go. Right. 
Mm-hmm. So my advice would be like, yeah, get some people that around you that are, you know, knowledgeable, know more than you. Don't be the smartest person on mm-hmm. your team. Like, <laughs> get yeah. you somebody that's smarter than you right. and learn from them. Exactly. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I've only had a couple of, of products, you mm-hmm. know, um, but what are like some of your top selling items that you can think of? Um, for sure, it's our Georgia peach mm. cobbler, uh, cinnamon roll. I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's everyone's favorite. It's our yeah. top seller. Mm. Um, people love our maple bacon. Mm. I don't eat pork, but people tell me they love it, so mm-hmm. I keep making it. Right. Um, our cookies are super popular. Um, and then we have the the vegan side as well. So we do vegan donuts, and people have no idea they're vegan. They see, but they. They they don't read it. They just kind of see it, and I'm like, it's, mm-hmm. it says it's vegan. And they eat it. And they're just like, what? That's vegan. I'm like, vegan. yeah. It's it's and they're like, it's hard to find a delicious vegan dessert. So mm-hmm. they're like, okay, I'm I'm coming back to you. Like yeah. no matter what, like yeah. I, I need something that's delicious and kind of healthy. It still got sugar in it, right? You know what <laughs> I mean? It's still sugar, yeah. but yeah. um. Yeah, those those are some popular items we got. Yeah, no, I'm guilty of the vegan part. Yeah, I, I think that was on like the box or something. Like when yeah. I think we got it, I'm like vegan, or maybe you know I was told it was vegan. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but I was like, okay, this is different for it to be vegan. You yeah. Know? Um, now I want to ask you this: uh, Is there an inspiration behind these recipes, or mm-hmm. are these all from like your creativity? Um, yeah, it's I, I just because I got my degree in culinary mm-hmm. and I worked a lot in restaurants before mm-hmm. it was specifically bakeries. Mm-hmm. So I kind of meld a lot of different cuisines mm-hmm. and flavor profiles. So it's not just like straightforward sweets. Mm-hmm. I can kind of build on certain things in my background. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is just my experience of working in a lot of different food based, mm-hmm. you know, industry and, and being able to kind of take from certain things also seeing what's popular and trending right. in the industry. So mm-hmm. like right now we're kind of trending away from cupcakes and certain things like that. You don't mm-hmm. see a lot of cupcake spots popping up, but mm-hmm. 15 years ago that was very popular. And those flavors that were on those cupcakes were very popular. Nowadays things are kind of switching. People are kind of doing more nostalgic mm-hmm. flavors. So I have some of those and I can kind of, Go with the trend of whatever the the yeah. market is in. So I'm I'm very versatile. So versatile. I just kind of go with what I see is popular. Yeah, if something's working. I stick with it. Mm-hmm. Don't want to mess up the money. <laughs> and well, then, definitely. Yeah. And then if it's something's <laughs> not working, I can switch it just as easily and um, <clears throat> find something that's going to work long term. Because I I, mm-hmm. I don't want to bring something on, people love it, and then just disappear. So I'm I'm trying to find like a stable base mm-hmm. of flavors and different um, items that people really love and come back for. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I think that's that's very important um, as a business owner to have creativity. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the times, you know, if you're not independent or you work up under somebody else, mm. you don't have that. that right. Leverage. So that's a big addition. I've been there before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so so what's next for Chef Binet and the Sweets Bar? Like, are you um, are you expanding in the city or are you like what, what, what you looking like for the new year? For uh, going to the new year? Yeah. For 2023, we're definitely expanding. We're right now in the process of, of you know, finally Securing a food truck, so okay. we're we're gonna be branching outside of just the pop ups with the tent and the table. Mm. We're gonna be pulling up, hopefully, with food on the savory side, mm. but more brunch fare, mm. and then dessert. So it's gonna be a dessert based food truck with some brunch items as well. Mm. So that's that's the the vision and 
if that continues to grow, then then more of those so we can be not just local, but we can bring the desserts to you. So mm-hmm. if it's D.C., if it's North Carolina, Atlanta, I can make that trip and be able to bring that experience to people because I'm, I'm always getting hit in my inbox. When are you shipping? When are you shipping? Like my stuff doesn't ship well. It's just I don't want the product to be compromised. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wanted to. I'm always scared, even just driving it from my house, from the kitchen mm. to the pop up. Like I'm just like it has to look the way I made it, and I don't want it to be messed up. So shipping, just out the question. But right. me with a food truck, I can get to people that are like oh, I want to try it, but I don't live in Richmond. I want to try it, but I can't make it. Well, I can make it to a lot more people that way. Understood. So. Understood. Yeah. Uh, Chef Beanie, I want to thank you for coming through. Appreciate you know, it. Um, shedding the light on your business. Thank you for having um, me. Oh, of course. My pleasure. And now before we go, I mm-hmm. want you to let the people know where they can find you. For sure. For How sure. can they reach out to you and then check you out? All right. So uh, you can find me on Instagram mm-hmm. at Chef Beanie's Sweets. C-H-E-F-B-N-A-Y-S-S-W-E-E-T-S. So Chef Beanie's Sweets. We also have a website, BeanaysSweetsBar.com. You can um, pretty much just catch us anywhere. We post constantly on Instagram. You can find us at a lot of pop-ups, a lot of events, especially starting to back up in spring. So, yeah, we, we out here. We working. Okay. <laughs> Much respect to you, man. Appreciate I wish y'all the best with your creation in your business. Thank you. And, thank uh, you. look forward to seeing big things from you this for year. For sure. For sure. We bring it in. Chef B. Until next time. That's right. All right. We'll see you. All right. Appreciate you. <laughs>